I have been transformed by this lake. The Great Salt Lake is nearing the brink of collapse, and people aren't paying enough attention to this important ecosystem. It's more than a lake. It's an integral part of our state's natural beauty. University of Utah assistant professor Dr. Mackenzie Skiles sees the lake as one of a kind. Kind of otherworldly, like it's, you're, you're in this sort of barren landscape, but you're also, you know, there's also water there and you're surrounded by mountains. It's really, it's really a unique landscape that you can't find many other places. The lake has a bad reputation for being too buggy and too smelly to be enjoyable, but this perception couldn't be more wrong. According to atmospheric scientist Kevin Perry, bugs are only a problem in April and May, and the so-called lake stink blows in from Farmington Bay, but doesn't exist everywhere around the lake. And it's just a lot, a lot of wildlife out there that, that call the Great Salt Lake their home. And it's absolutely beautiful. You go out there in the morning, and the water is still and acts like a mirror, and you can see the mountains reflecting off of the water. And you have these beautiful sunrises and sunsets, and the colors are just amazing. There's this notion among Utahns that the lake isn't anything special, that it's just a small part of the state. People assume it's one homogenous landscape, and Kevin Perry said that even he assumed it would be so. When I went out there five years ago, when I first started, I thought, oh, this is all going to be the same. You know, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to see miles and miles and miles mm -hmm. of the same thing. And that's, it couldn't be further from the truth. You know, every hundred meters, there's something different. Scientists studying the lake can all agree that the Great Salt Lake is more than what meets the eye. It's this beautiful part of Utah that people need to experience for themselves. They also agree on another important thing. The lake is in trouble and not enough is being done to help it. But now I need to get this message out loud to the public, to the legislature, to the governor. I need to tell people what I'm seeing because these, these organisms are providing food for this whole ecosystem and they're in danger. Great Salt Lake Institute director Bonnie Baxter spent years studying microbes in the lake. These microbes are vital to the ecosystem's survival, but over the course of her research, she found that the lake's recession has landed them in a volatile state of limbo. The thing that I'm seeing that is urgent and at crisis level, the, the, the lake is reaching a restrictive salinity for these microbes. And we don't know how long they can hang out at a restrictive salinity before they, the whole population dies. We don't know how close we are to a tipping point. Without these microbes, the lake's ecosystem would likely collapse, along with one of the biggest pieces of natural beauty in the state. The lake's decline will also worsen the air quality in the Salt Lake Valley and beyond. As an atmospheric scientist, Kevin Perry studies air quality, and he's concerned about what our air quality might look like if nothing is done to save the lake. Bonnie Baxter echoed this sentiment. We're looking at, you know, probably the worst air quality that this nation has ever seen. Um, and we don't want to go there. The dust in the lake bed contains high levels of toxic materials, including arsenic, which can be a huge public health risk over long periods of exposure. Perry said that we could be seeing a steep rise in the cases of lung cancer and other types of respiratory cancers due to long-term dust exposure. To prevent this from happening, we need to take steps to save the lake. Ultimately, people have to make changes in the way they use their water. People in Utah are very wasteful when it comes to water. We are the second driest state in the United States, and the people in Utah use more water per person than any other state in the nation. 
Dr. Skiles says that the consequences of the Great Salt Lake's decline are far-reaching. In order to stymie these consequences, the government needs to step up. So it's not just humans using more water, but we're also going to get less snow to recharge the lake in the first place. So this problem's not going to go away by any means, and so it's going to take policy changes to protect the lake. And the easiest way to do that is just to do a minimum lake level. The lake's future isn't all doom and gloom. This year's legislative session was especially productive in the fight to save the Great Salt Lake. The Utah State Legislature passed various water rights laws that will help more water get into the lake, laws that will improve water infrastructure, and other laws that encourage water conservation. These initiatives will make tangible differences in the lake's future. So if you had interviewed me two years ago, I would have been really pessimistic about the future of the Great Salt Lake. I would say, Nobody cares about it. It's going to go away and it's going to be this massive dust source that's going to basically have to change our name from Salt Lake City to Dry Lake City or Dust Lake City or something like that. Uh, but what's happened is that the public has become aware of the dangers associated with the shrinking Great Salt Lake and they've been talking to their legislators. And the legislators listen to what the people have to say. I'm Asia Bound reporting.